Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist that believes in exercise, wants to make some money, and wants to provide the absolute best care for your patients? Well, then you are in the right place. I'm Dr. Josh Satterley, and this is Clinic Gym Radio, where we talk about the Clinic Gym hybrid model, which is combining the best parts of healthcare with active care and fantastic exercise programs to get patients the best care they can while helping you make more money in this game. This is Clinic Gym Radio, and I'm Dr. Josh Satterley. I'm excited for you to be here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, like an emergency episode of Clinic Gym Radio. Uh, This is Dr. Josh Satterley. And luckily today I'm being joined by who I would consider the PhD of marketing, uh, Ryan Chapman. Ryan, how's it going? Good. That's very generous of you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, uh, you know, locally at the university, they have a PhD in entrepreneurship, which I think is the absolute worst use of funds if you want to be an entrepreneur is to get a PhD (laughs) in. Well, it, yeah, a PhD probably. I did take an entrepreneurship class in uh, in college that was actually pretty good. It introduced me to a couple of people that I consider to be big mentors in terms of thinking processes. But yeah, all the real lessons you got to get in the trenches. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, now is maybe the greatest time in the history of the chiropractic and gym professions uh, that all my listeners and all my clients uh, need, I think, they're going to need a very directed, uh, useful approach to re-engaging every single possible client they've ever had in their business. What you know over the life of it, and you are an expert at engaging prospects and clients and customers. And so I wanted to see if we get your advice on how to tackle this huge problem. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. There's going to be it's it's going to be a fence situation. You're either going to be on one side or the other. Either your practice is going to be decimated or it's going to come out pretty strong. And it's going to, a lot of it's going to depend on your plan of attack uh, as right. uh, you know quarantines start getting lifted. So one of the big temptations by a lot of people is going to be, and I see this, and it's usually driven by a sense of desperation. And look at these times can create that sense of desperation in people. You know, you're worried about cash flow. You're really concerned about, you know, <laughs> making it through. Hopefully, you've taken advantage of some of the government programs to kind of give you a little bit of a, a help through the this process. But whatever the case may be, there is a sense of desperation in difficult times that comes on, and that drives people to do things that are not in their best interest. So I don't know if you've recognized this ever in your own life. I know I've been in that situation before. That's why we know about it. We can learn from it. But that it's a real thing. You got to be super aware of it. Otherwise, um, you know, it can cause you to to blow this opportunity. Yeah, I think that everybody listening, you know, has been sent m- multiple versions of the worst type of marketing, which is the. Uh, the the money bag approach, which is where a company you can tell just looks at their customers as money bags. And if you ever read an email in your inbox and you think, God, I just don't care. So for example, my student loan processor, I have you know uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans and they sent a uh, an email out saying, don't worry, we're still up and running and processing your student loan payments as normal. <laughs> and I was just like, I understand that you're going to get money from me, but you don't have to basically come off smug and rub it in my face. Like, at least tell me like, 
if there's any problems or you have concerns, here's how to act. But it was all about like, don't worry. We're still going to suck that money out of your account every month. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, here's what I see though from um, in this industry, what's going to happen for chiropractors and especially chiropractors and gym owners is there's going to be a tendency to run some sort of promotion as the first point of contact. So, Hey, get this thing now. Um, You know, join this subscription now. Uh, you know, respond now and get this percentage off your next visit. Those are all going to be classic um, attempts at trying to to kind of get the heart pumping again on the business. And the the problem with all of these is it's the it's the showing up with the handout. I haven't seen you for a while. You've been through crap. I've been through crap, and now you're showing up with your handout. Not the way I want to see you. And so uh, there's an approach that. I don't know if I, this is like a, an official term or whatever, but I call it showing up like the concerned grandma. Right. So if, it, I guess everybody's got different grandmas, but you know, the classic idea of a grandma is the one that shows up and says, oh, hey, dearie, how have you been? You know, are you okay? How'd you make it through the quarantine? You know, that's, it's a, a genuine concern for the person. And that's kind of the, the approach that, that is the approach that you want to take is you're re-engaging with your patients. So you're uh, saying how your grandma wouldn't say, oh, Ryan, how you been? I haven't talked to you in three years. Why don't you come over to the house uh, on Friday? And you think, oh, wow, cookies. nice that she's carrying it. Because I'm having an Amway party. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I'm going to give you a 50% off coupon for your first purchase. Yeah. But you got to come by Thursday. Otherwise, it, it's no longer valid. Right. So. So you don't want to approach that. You want to be very human in the way that you would ask a friend about how they've been. The way you would appear, like you're saying, your grandmother or somebody that actually cares and not go with the, uh, you know, it's tough because a lot of these offices, Ryan, have not had cash flow for weeks or months. No, and I, I totally understand that. That's the, that's the part that drives to bad behavior. And that's why we want to address that up front is we've got, you have to understand that if you come as a servant, you will get paid, okay? The opportunities will abound because everyone is looking for someone who generally cares about them, mm-hmm. not just their pocketbook. And so if, if you can show up on the front side with saying, yeah, I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's some, some of my patients have been having pain and they can't come into the office. And so, you know, if you're in that situation, we don't want you to, to be in pain or taking pain pills or, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, the, let me know if you're in pain. We'll figure out something to help you out. Okay. So that's yeah. kind of the general gist of what we want to do. Yeah. Um, the good thing is I know that you're working on specific messaging under this. So you can just share that with uh, listeners when, uh, if, if they want to go ahead and go after this approach, you know, in terms of mediums, so, okay, that's the message is basically, I just want to check in, see how you're doing. And let right. me know if, if you're experiencing any pain or you know, discomfort that has been a problem for let you. Let me jump in there real yeah. quick. I've heard a lot of people talking about, they, uh, you know, as soon as they engage these people or, or call on the phone, I have one client who called every one of his patients he's seen in the last six months over the course of three weeks. Mm-hmm. And the overwhelming thing was, am I, am I allowed to come see you? Like, is that illegal? Or I, I don't want to go to the hospital. And one, one of his patients was like, yeah, my back is killing me, but I, I didn't even know I could come see you. 
Yeah, well, and so that bit of news we've got to temper because that bit of news can cost people to say, oh, well, I'll just say, hey, I'm open. Right. That, okay, that's fine. That's less effective, though. Mm-hmm. Less effective than showing genuine concern for people. And I know that uh, just about every chiropractor I've ever been to had a genuine concern for my health. And I'm going to imagine that everybody that's listening to this uh, podcast has a genuine concern about their patient's health. And so you, all you're doing is expressing that genuine concern. And right. that's, that's the real key. If you understand that that's all you're doing, and if you do that first, guess what? They'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason just I like sharing, if you're a friend that was calling. Yeah. The reason I was sharing that is, you know, a lot of people are thinking, oh, there, nobody's come in, therefore there's no need. And if you show up like a concerned person, I'm sure that the, that the market will say, I do need this service. You know, here, oh, here's yeah. concern. Uh, there's so much pent up demand right now. Yeah. That's why just showing up as the concerned grandma is the best strategy because it allows for them to express the need. I mean, you think about if someone comes at you trying to sell something or someone comes at you asking how you're doing, which mm-hmm. one are you more likely to open up to? And it's, it's an easy, easy answer. Right. Yeah. So uh, along with that, you, you know, we need to refine this message and make sure the way we come off does seem like a concerned grandma, but you want to talk, about how to deliver that message. Yeah, a medium is important, right? There's a lot of different ways that you can communicate with your patients. For example, well, my grandma always sends me formulaic newsletter style email straight off of MailChimp. Oh, does she? All the time, yeah. To invite me over for dinner. Uh, you know, she says, Dear customer, which is, I always thought was weird because she doesn't know my name, but yeah. anyway, dear valued customer sometimes if she's, you know, it's Christmas or something. Yes. That email. Yeah, so you want to, you want to, <laughs> we want to pick a medium that's going to be most effective. So if we go through all the mediums, um, there's different pluses and minuses to each one. So direct mail. Direct mail, you, you're pretty confident they're going to get that, but it's expensive. So, direct mail would be like sending them a, a a thank you card or a greeting card or a postcard or something in the physical mail. Yes. that that I mean, that would probably be close to the the most effective medium but the the cost is going to be prohibitive for quite a few people right now because of cash flow um email on the other hand sits at the bottom of this cost you know continuum. Right, i can send five thousand of them the same i can send five of them yeah and but but the downside of it is only about five to fifteen percent of the people are going to ever see it so it's not as effective at getting the message across. So whereas the direct mail would get there, um, but it's expensive. The email we can definitely send out. It's cheap, but it's not probably going to be seen or consumed. Especially now. I don't know about you, Ben, but my email inbox has probably got two to five times as many messages day to day than. Yeah. Well, right now what's happening is, again, we talked about desperation at the beginning. It's not just in this industry that people are feeling a sense of desperation. Small businesses across the board, medium-sized businesses, large businesses are all feeling the crunch. Mm -hmm. Um, Some industries are somewhat immune, but most are feeling the crunch. And so what they're doing to try and overcome that is they're just pounding the email and so you're going to see a ton of competition in the email inbox. This is the downside. So kind of the, the closer to the email in terms of cost, but closer, closer to direct mail in terms of visibility is the text message. And that's the medium that, that I would be using to communicate this message. I would enhance this with a picture of the doctor 
And that, that way they're really clear on who this message is coming from because you don't want to use your personal cell phone. Let me, let me ask you this real quick. Cause yeah, go ahead. a lot of the folks listening are like you said, they're concerned people. They they're great doctors. They're great gym, gym owners. Like they truly love their patients and they are not technology um, specialists and that's okay. I mean, I, yeah, like, everybody's I, got I, their area of expertise. World. So real quick, I know that you got me into this game years ago, but there was quite a learning curve. Can you just share real quick and, you, you see thousands of businesses from, from the work you do. Yeah. Um, what percent of emails get opened up? If we just look at national statistics, so what percent it's of emails versus what 15% range? But listen, this is a kind of a rough statistic too, because there's people ask the question, well, what gets opened, mm-hmm. what gets read, mm-hmm. and what gets responded to, right? Okay, so, so we're kind of delineating. In, in marketing... And this is, I guess, you know, all business owners have to be in marketing in some way. But there is a tendency to think because you sent it, it was consumed. <laughs> okay. I, I mailed out the kids. postcard. I sent the email. I sent the text message. Ergo, it was not only read, but fully comprehended and then responded to. And the, the reality is that's not, there's no guarantee on that. So that's why your message is so important on the front side, but also your medium selection is critical. So if you send out the email, well, there is a, a 5 to 15% chance that it will even be seen. Okay. Okay. And when I, we talk about seeing, there's multiple levels of that. It could be just the subject line. It could be that they actually click on the email. They're like, oh, that sounds interesting. And mm-hmm. they open up the email. Now mm-hmm. it's a matter of how much do they read it? Did you write them a novel? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they're getting into the first paragraph. And if you haven't just hooked them like you know, those TV series that get you where you're trying to binge it because it's, you know, each episode's like a cliffhanger to the next. If it's not that good, they're not reading the whole email. And so you didn't have any consumption, comprehension, or as a result, action on what you're doing. So, you know, this is, again, another reason why I lean towards the text message, Josh, is because it forces you to be concise and to the point. Mm. You don't want to be sending a novel, you know, through text message because nobody wants to read it. You have to get kind of to the point. And since we're talking, and, and people expect that too. So no one's expecting you to write a novel. Right. Like if I haven't got a response from you about, are you coming over for a pizza? I just send three question marks and bang. Yeah. You know, you know you're not writing, hey, you know, here's why you really should be coming to get pizza today. You know, the, the yeah. pizza crust is nice and warm. The cheese well, the is just pepperoni was imported from Italy and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you've got to be here. You're not doing that in text. You're, you're getting right to the point. That's one of the beautiful parts about the medium. Okay. But to your point also, from a technology standpoint, someone goes, okay, I've got several thousand patients in my database. Mm-hmm. Not all the patients are the exact same. Mm-hmm. You've got patients you've seen in the last few months. You've got patients you haven't seen for six months to a year, maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And then you've got patients that are a year and a half old. That they, have ne- you know, they have not seen you in a year and a half. Well, that's, those are three kind of groups that you'd want to segment. Mm-hmm. So you, what you're wanting to do is communicate slightly differently, same general message, but slightly differently to different groups. Mm-hmm. And that can seem overwhelming for someone who's not aware of well, what technologies could help me to do this in a simple fashion. 
Hey, you might hear me talk about our app, and I want to introduce you to the company who built our app, and that is Membrant. Membrant does nothing but design custom apps for small business owners like yourself. So how powerful is this? Well, if you had a custom app, you can deliver information to the phone of your patients in a way that helps them stay connected to you and your brand. So it could be videos, recipes, advice, articles, and these aren't ones that are on YouTube for everybody to see. These are dialed in specific to people that are on your list. Now you could use this for marketing. You could also use this for patient care and people could access certain exercises that are designed specifically for them and their case within the app that has your company's logo, your branding, and everything about it on there. So if you're interested, go ahead and check out membrant.com. That's membrant with a D, like Rembrandt, membrant.com or check it out in the show notes and we should have a link there. If you have any questions, hit me up because I think they're doing an amazing thing and it's one more way to provide better care and make a little bit more money while giving your patients what they want, which is that information and access to you. Thanks a lot. I think we can address those second two um, groups a little bit later, but if we just start with those, those patients that maybe have seen us since the start of the year up until the COVID virus kind of hit, I think, you know, we had a good relationship with them. Can we kind of dive down how to handle those people and, and make sure we at least grab those super relevant people that we know connected with us that we've, and maybe we can even remember some of what was going on with them. You know, I remember, Oh, Ryan, your you know, right side of your low back was hurting you. Yeah. So here's, here's some things to be aware of about texting as well as, um, okay. You don't want to be talking about conditions that they've had okay. in a text message. Um, now, if they send you some some sort of information, it's probably not ideal, but it's not as yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, obviously through HIPAA, HIPAA, viol- like HIPAA guidelines, you don't want to be sharing conditional info. You're right. Yeah. So, so that's where that's, that's why you're the benefit. doctor, man. You have the PhD of, of marketing here. You well, I've been that. slapped around about HIPAA by you a couple of times. So um, the... the the, the main point then being, you don't have to get all specific like that to get the benefit. Mm-hmm. To get the benefit, all you have to do is ask, hey, how are you doing? Do okay. you need any help? Um, we, this is where you use the unidentified patient too. You know, I've had a number of patients who were concerned, you know, were in pain, but didn't know that they could get help mm-hmm. virtually or could come in. So I just want to check and see how you're doing. Make sure that you're all right, because you should. I don't want you to be in pain. I don't. I certainly don't want you just taking a bunch of pain medicine. Now, yeah, I, I think what is going to happen there is the best thing that can happen is they get into a conversation with you, right? Just like if I if I said, "Hey, Ryan, I haven't seen you in a few months. How are the kids?" What I'm looking for is you to respond, and and what you're probably looking for is if you respond, you want me to respond, right? You want to know that it matters to you. You want to know that there's some engagement. So along with that, let me ask you this. I know a lot of, of the you know, practice management softwares and EMRs often say that they include text messages or have text messages. Mm-hmm. But there's a subset of that. Uh, those are oftentimes from like a short code or they're only one way. It's, it's I can one way, yeah. Send it out. I think we've been pretty clear with what we've discussed so far. We're talking about a conversation. Mm-hmm. We're looking to engage in conversation, even if, like, if you were ambitious, like your friend wanted to call everybody. Uh huh. Um, I bet when your friend called patients, that a majority of the people did not answer. 
Okay. And the reason being is a couple of different things. One is uh, a lot of people just don't answer phone calls they don't recognize. So even though you may be their doctor, you know, or you're their gym, they probably haven't memorized your phone number. They may not have it in their phone book. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when you're calling, they're not even necessarily recognizing it. So even if you, you try to go about the phone call method, you will reach some people and you have great experience with those that you reach because mm -hmm. they actually will say, oh, wow, he cares about me, he reached out, or she cares mm -hmm. about me, she reached out. But if you will text them, they'll for sure see it. If you can include a photo of, of you as the doctor, if you can include, you know, of course, your name at the bottom, you know, mm -hmm. sign off as Dr. So-and-so or whatever it is, um, that's going to, people are going to see that, they're going to be able to respond to it. Now, the, the, I think, I don't know that there's other questions, but a big question that I think would be in my mind if I was listening up until this point is, okay, well, this sounds great, makes sense. I don't have a clue where to start doing this because my, my system just sends out appointment reminders. My right. system just sends out maybe a broadcast, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to get those responses through that system so how do I go about doing this? Do I need to pull out my cell phone and start texting everybody, you know, in my office that I've seen the last few months? Yeah. What's the best way to go about doing this? Is that a valid question that people might have at this point? Absolutely. Ironically, about seven seconds ago, an alert came through my phone from Amazon and it was from a six digit number uh, alerting me to a delivery. And it just reminded me like there is absolutely no expectation when I get that, that I'm going to respond. I mean, it's pretty clear from the message and the way it's delivered. This is not a conversation starter. This is yeah. just an alert. It's a notification. Yeah. And I appreciate it. But, uh, you know, we want to get into the conversation game. So there, there are definitely some ways to do that. And I've certainly, you've shown me a lot of the technologies that exist from, from the very complicated down to the very simple and, um, and, easy to use from someone because you don't want to be using your personal cell phone. You want to be able to, you know, have those conversations with patients, but then also if they respond while you're with a, a different patient, you know, can someone else respond and say, Hey, if you're looking, you know, we do have an appointment at nine 30 or uh, I'll have Dr. Dr. Chapman reach back out to you in just a few minutes. He's with somebody. Yeah. That's where the, the technology comes into play and mm -hmm. still allows you to have that separation of personal life from, your business right. life. It, I think that to get into the technical aspects of that would be too much for, for this venue. Yeah. But I'll so, tell you what, if, if people are interested, please send me a, a, an email, um, just Josh at Clinic Gym Hybrid. And, it, and if there's enough people interested, I think we can kind of have a class about uh, how to put together that system and, and what products to use and make it simple on them. Um, you can either send was, me an email. That was really ironic that you asked them to email you. Yeah, but, about texting. you know, what's, what's interesting. I was just using that to test you, Ryan, because oh. <laughs> I actually, you could text me and just tell me that you're interested at 702-478-8874. Let me repeat that real quick. 702-478-8874. And if you just send me a text saying I'm interested in learning more about um, a texting solution, this is going to be crazy. I'll engage you in a conversation. Weird. And then we can keep, we can keep that going. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with that, so let's say that we have the solution. Cause I don't, I don't, there's a couple yeah. of details I just want to cover here. Say we have the technology solution. We know the message. 
if we've never texted people before, how many texts, like how do you warm up that list a little bit to, to so that it doesn't seem weird that I'm blatantly hitting you with this. Now the message is going to soften that, right? But there is the the whole idea that, hey, uh, you've never texted me before and now you're texting me, right? Well, you know, that it, that's probably the big upside to the current situation we're in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, nothing is really normal right now. Right. And so if there was ever a time to reach out, this would be the time. Even out of the blue, because you can just right. say, hey, you know what? With this weird time, I was just thinking about you. Um, just wanted to check. I know it's been a long time, you know, so that if we go to that second group of people, mm-hmm. people that you, know, you haven't seen in the last few months, but you've seen in the last year before that, that's a great way to re- reactivate those people. I haven't seen you for a while. Just want to check in and make sure you're okay. You know, do, yeah, do you and have any, any, any needs that I could, I could help you with? I think uh, if you look right now at, you know, how many webinars and how much online education is coming out, it's obvious to the world that everything has changed. And if you truly do come forward with the right message, and as you said, Ryan, just a concerned grandmother, it's going to start that conversation and people are going to appreciate that because as you know, no one's going, excuse me, to the ER now, you know, no one's going to urgent care. No one's going to their primary care provider, even if they do have back pain. And so this ability to say, Hey, I was just checking in on you man, there's some power there. And think about how that would warm somebody up for those listening. How would that warm somebody up if, if they said, well, I, I don't know what to do or what my next move is. And if you could offer them, say, a, a real short telehealth visit, you know, let me, let's just get on the on Zoom and I want to just make sure that there's nothing uh, really bad going on. Or I want to just talk about yeah. some things. Maybe there's some things you can do at home and truly seem like a resource rather than, as you said at the start, that person just coming in to grab business. Well, and to your point too, for, from a HIPAA standpoint, we don't want to be having a, a lengthy health condition conversation. So moving them to that telehealth call pretty immediately, if they express any concern, like, yeah, you know what, I have this condition. Say, so, you know what, for, for security purposes, why don't we jump on a call real quick just to go over this? Because I don't want you to be discussing uh, sensitive health information via text message. Um you know, and then give them instructions on how to join you. Right. So what we don't want to do is send out a, a one-way text a message from our system saying, hey, we have telehealth visits from 9 to five, uh, nine a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. Click here to schedule. As much as you guys may know what that means, most people do not. Like, right. Tell what? Right. Yeah, are, you, are you working for the telephone company now? <laughs> yeah. I just love how this all rolls in. Now, I know, Ryan, there's a lot of folks sitting out there going, this is great. And they're, and I've been in the situation. I know you have too. Like they're getting crushed by the cash flow virus in their head that's eating away their logic. And they're thinking, I can't handle another thing now. That sounds like a lot more money being okay. spent. I, I don't want to... <sighs> Okay, I don't want to to push too hard on this, but it, mm-hmm. I, I feel like the best thing you can do for people in this situation is be blatantly honest with them. And here's the reality. If, if you're not doing this, somebody else may. Mm-hmm. And if you think that every one of your patients is 100% faithful to you, you got another thing coming. Um, they have probably been to a few different chiropractors in my area I have been to three different chiropractors over the last three, four years. 
Mm -hmm. None of them have reached out, of course. (laughs) Can you imagine the one that does? What's the likelihood that they could regain business that they had lost to a wandering patient? Yeah. And if you, again, I know some people think, no, no, my people are different. They're faithful. They would only come to me. There are some that are definitely like that, but there are more than you would want to believe that wander around and visit multiple chiropractors, maybe looking for something to address what maybe they don't want to do in terms of action. But that's okay. If you reach out to them, you're the one. Yeah. And so there are going to be, and, and beyond that, we think about the initial interaction with that patient. We think, well, that's it. But here's what you need to know. The person who stands out doesn't stand out just for that person. There's a ripple effect. Okay. So when you, when you reach out, guess what? The, people are still talking to each other, even though they're not seeing each other. And they go, you wouldn't believe it. My chiropractor reached out to see how I was doing. Well, my chiropractor doesn't do that. What's your chiropractor's name? That's a very real conversation that could happen. And so you want to be top of mind. You want to be, you know, present in their category of chiropractor in mm-hmm. the way to do that is you have to reach out and the real, the real deal will be those that, that reach out beforehand versus those that reach out once they're open full blast again. If you, if you wait until it's full blast again, now you're competing with everybody else. You're mm-hmm. not only competing in that sense, but you're also competing with the, the patients um, that need to get their life back and going. So now is a perfect time to hit people while they're still kind of in this this uh, quarantine right. mode. Because if you wait until after the quarantine is over, you guys know the list of things you've got to do once quarantine is over is tremendous. Yeah. But now it's going to go to the back of the burner instead of the front burner. We want to be on the front burner with them. So from a matter of preserving the business, giving yourself a good runway, to be coming into the practice full bore once things get opened up again, to even seeing those patients that want to be seen but don't know that they can. Um, all those things are going to be to your benefit if you act now versus waiting. And, you know, the, the, the frank reality is going to be that those that don't act are going to be in a very tough position compared to the yeah. those that do. It's going to be – It's, going it's to be bad rough. enough. You don't need to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And so look, start- unless you're super busy every hour of the day, what else are you working on? Right. With that, Ryan, uh, you, you taught me the saying of, you know, uh, what do you, I can't remember how you said it. Southwest can't sell the seats once the plane takes off, right? <laughs> and in a service business like chiropractic, like accounting, like attorneys, like massage, we can't sell the time once the clock has gone. Past it. Yeah, your and, inventory is always expiring. So right, right now, you, every minute that you're not adjusting or meeting with the patient mm-hmm. is inventory of yours burned never to right. be regained again. So, so to inspire the people, and this would be my last question. I know you're, you got to go and, and you're super busy, but for those listening, can you give us any examples of businesses that changed nothing other than the way they message? So treating people like they're humans and using a technology to send two way texts, have you, what changes have you seen in revenue or profit or ability to sell that time okay. or whatever? At the bare minimum, and this is not even people doing everything that I would teach them to do, just 
starting to change the medium of conversation, we see a doubling in, in revenue. Wow. And the, the positive thing about that now, you know, it may, I don't, you know, you guys have limits a little bit if you're just a chiropractor mm-hmm. versus a chiropractor gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great combo. You should, uh, I'm going to talk to you more about that. Cause that's, yeah, I would be interested in hearing more about that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you are just a chiropractor, obviously your hard limit is your time. Mm-hmm. So if my slots are all full, then you know, I can't double my revenue that way. But if I do have a combination that allows me to start getting some leverage, you, know, you can, or if I don't, I'm not 100% of my time used up, you can see a doubling of, of your revenue. And the mm-hmm. good part is, is the expense to get to there isn't significant. It, you can do it with the same number of leads, patients, whatever you have right now, yeah. because it's all a matter of communication. See, everybody operates in this world based on how they view the world. And until something changes in the way they view the world, their behavior doesn't change. And what we do to change people's behavior is we communicate a message. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that message is just, Hey, I care about you. How are you doing? That's, that starts a a chain of events that will lead them to a different behavior. Um, Sometimes it's, it's a different message, but whatever it is, if that message isn't delivered and consumed, it doesn't change anybody's behavior. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if you do get a patient that's expressing interest in a certain thing, but they don't take action, you're utilizing texting to be able to send a link to a video that explains more why lower back pain doesn't go away unless certain things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, behavior won't change until the way they see the world changes. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to be able to have an effective way for delivering our message to our patients or our prospective patients. And I just want to say, like, I know you work with thousands of companies but it's pretty rare and it's a huge advantage that everybody listening here has personally met and connected with every one of their customers, right? Yeah. I mean, in, in the e-commerce clients that you might see, they don't have that advantage, right? No, they don't. And so the, the fact that people have seen your face and met with you probably for hours over the course of their life means that your ability to get in there and seem like that concerned person and start a conversation is much easier, exponentially higher. So. And much more effective. Right. right. So I, I run software companies. If I reach out in that same way, still effective, but not nearly as effective as each of you would be because of that relationship. That's a huge point, Josh. I'm glad you brought yeah. it up. So I think we're teed up for this. And, and once again, if, if you want to, if you would like to know more about how to solve this with the technology and talk more about the specific messaging, then just text me at 702-478-8874 and I'm happy to, to talk about that. And we can have more classes on, on this if people are interested. Uh, and Ryan. You know, people are probably worried that they're just going to be bothering you, you if they text you. Is it going to be a bother if they text you? No. In fact, I'll actually respond and we can have a conversation about it. Yeah. But don't don't be intimidated by the fact that Josh is telling you to text them. No. It, it, um, I want to connect with people, you know, like. I, I would love nothing more than for everybody listening to send a text in, even if you say I'm not interested, but thanks. I'll, you know, I want to I'm know. Gonna tell on Josh real quick. Josh would never say this in, in public, but he's told me in private a couple of times. <laughs> he just cares so much about, about this industry that, um, you know, he doesn't need to be doing any of this, but he does because he cares so much about the industry. He cares about his brothers and sisters who are out there um, struggling and suffering because of this current situation. He's messaged me more than a few times in the last couple of weeks and months saying, hey, what can we do to help? What can we do to help? 
And so you need to know that Josh is here to help you as a matter of mission, even more than money. And so um, hopefully you've picked up on that from his podcast and all the things that he does for the, for the industry. But if you haven't, I want you to know from someone who's observed it from the outside, his concern about you as an individual is tremendous. And as big as he is, I mean, he's tall. I look him in the eye. It's that he's that tall. I'm six, seven. Um, his heart is even bigger. He, he really does care. And he, like I said, I know he doesn't have to do this, but he does it because he really wants to help serve because he's been in your shoes. He knows the pain when things aren't going well. And he also knows the path to success, you know, to having a great practice where you can have that freedom and ability to do things that you really can't do if you have a traditional normal practice. So um, listen to him, text him for help. He's willing to do it. He'll, he'll be there for you. So. Well, I appreciate that, Ryan. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to see people get wiped out. I've been in the situation where cash is non-existent and, uh, and we can get through it. it I'm not, it's not going to be easy, but, you know, it, we can do it. So the, the, if there's one more thing I, could, I would say is um, now is the time to start getting these systems in place. Mm-hmm. Not only for communicating this one time, you know, to get the, the ball rolling, but for ongoing communication with your, your clients and patients, because the doctors that do and those gyms that do get, get this communication methodology set up so they can easily communicate and start conversations. Life is so much better for them. And if you had already had that in place before this whole thing went down, you'd be resting so much easier now than you may be. So even though you haven't done it in the past, do it now because the sooner you do it, the better life gets. I can just, I can tell you that from personal experience, life just gets better and better when you have these systems in place. Yeah. Right. I've got to go, but this has been great. Yeah. I really appreciate the time, Ryan. And uh, I hope people listening can, you know, can connect with this idea. If we connect with our clients, we are going to retain them and we're going to be able to create the future that we want rather than, than staring at the ceiling, sweating at night, like I have done worrying about where those clients are, you know? So start connecting with them now. If you're interested in how to do that, shoot me a text 702-478-8874. And Ryan, thank you very much for the time today. I think this is fantastic and, and really hits home with me. And I hope it hits home with everybody listening. Hey, my pleasure. I just want to help folks out, help them get to a better place. All right. Well, thanks uh, to Ryan Chapman and Dr. Josh Satterley saying, go out there, maximize your license, connect with your patients, and live the life you dream of. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode of Clinic Gym Radio. If you're looking for more information, just head to clinicgymhybrid.com. That's clinicgymhybrid.com and check us out there.